welcome to the Living Enlightened podcast. I am Michelle from Michelle R. Price, a light worker. And I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. Hello, everyone. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Beck. Um, we are just a couple of spiritually aware chicks. If you haven't heard us before, go back and have a listen. We've got lots of episodes prior to this one. So definitely go back and have a little listen to that so you can see what we're all about. But um, Beck and I like to get together every week and uh, have a little chat. And we thought, gosh, we're interesting, aren't we? And uh, maybe we should record this and let the whole world listen to our words of wisdom. Yep, even if it's just us that think we're interesting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So today our mission, as always, is to get you to learn something, give you some guidance with a card draw, an affirmation maybe or choose, and some tips and tricks. Yeah. And Beck has uh, drawn a card today, I think, so or card or two. So we'll go through that in a second, I guess. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Or I can go through them now. Or do you want yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, might as well do them now. We'll get them All out right. of the way. We're uh, heading into a new year, Beck. We need to shake things up, do things a little differently. Do things a little differently. That's very exciting, isn't it? <laughs> well, actually, hang on. Should we We might mention the theme first because I think if it's relevant, um, then that probably would make more sense to mention the theme first, do you think? Or I think so. Look at yeah. us. Look at us go today. <laughs> yeah, we're a bit ahead of ourselves. All right, so we'll let's there. outline the theme first and then we can sort of see if it's relevant. So um, the theme for today is we wanted to talk about goal setting. So mm-hmm. you have time to think about this before we move into the new year. So this episode will air just before the new year. So we thought, why not uh, do this now, give you a few tips and tricks, and then you can um, organize yourself a bit better uh, heading into 2023. Uh, so Beck, what's the, uh, what are the cards today? Well, and I had, uh, we'll see if they sort of line up a little bit there. I had three cards come out. Now, actually this morning, just for the listeners, um, because I've already told you about this, Michelle, this morning I was thinking... I need, I need my cards. I need my cards. Oh, my goodness, because I've obviously just moved. I'm still unpacking stuff. Um, and I went to my box and I thought, no, these are the cards I need today. And I, I drew, uh, pulled out my Denise Lynn Gateway Oracle cards. Um, so I thought, yep, definitely that. But then I got to my desk and I realised I had cards sitting on my desk anyway. But these ones were the ones that wanted to come out today because I was allergic to the fact that I needed to get new cards. So the first card that I drew, I had three fallouts. Um, is following your bliss. And this is about your soul um, and yourself. You know, you don't need to suffer to grow. It's about having joy, celebrating and having fun. And it's just a, sort of a message, just a reminder that um, our happiness comes, our true happiness comes from following the dictates of our soul. So taking steps to expand our joy, um, you don't need to do it all at once. You do need to get stuff done, but you don't need to do it all at once. So taking a bit of pressure off ourselves. The second one that came out, which I'll just hold up, I've already put them up on the on the thing. So that's savoring pleasure. And, you know, filling your life with people and experiences and places that bring you delight and joy again. So the picture there on that one, it's got like the bath with all the bubbles and it's got flowers and music notes and and chocolate and mirrors and it's all about um you know beauty and and feeling good feel good things so live deliciously release the need to be practical in all situations um the other one the very last one that came out was emerging into grace so that's that one there michelle can what you a beauty that? yeah love the grace word too it's my favorite Definitely, definitely. And it says on the card there, I open my soul to grace. 
I love these cards. Um, so it's just a, the, the meaning of the card is that all is well. You can relax and let go for your path is divinely guided. So, you know, it just it's about giving gratitude and allowing. So when you give gratitude, you, you know, open up pathways for the universe to let stuff in for you. Um, and it's just the spirit of grace softly unfolding into your life, which I think is the big takeaway for, which is, the you know, the big start for 2023 coming up um, because that's what it's all we did mention before. It was a seven-year, didn't we, last, sure did. last yeah. episode? Yep, 2023. That's right. So just, um, you know, grace is allowing grace to softly unfold in your life and just taking time let go and just let things happen don't be so um tense and caught up in everything which I think yeah, is a lovely really. message and a good reminder for this time of year sure is and I love um as I said that word because it's just going with the flow that's what it says to me just easy does it not trying to force anything mm-hmm. and uh life becomes a hell of a lot easier that is for sure so we might, uh, shall we jump in and talk about what we've been getting up to, Beck? Would you like to kick things off? You've been a very busy lady um, <laughs> organising yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. I have, I have. Um, so, you know, moving house is not just sort of something that you do one day and the next day it's all finished. <laughs> just no. taking some time, taking some time to do. Um, but yeah, no, settled in, well, not settled, but we're at the other house, at the new house now, which is amazing. Um, loving that, loving being here and just sort of being able to go to sleep before 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> not why do you say, sorry? Why is it hard to go to sleep before 11? Because you've been organizing uh, everything. Yeah. Cause I've been organizing oh, everything. Gotcha. My head's been in a spin, sort of thinking I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Where's this? My, you know, my. Son's going to need this. My daughter's going to need that. What do we need today? What am I going to find? Because everything's hidden. That's right. Everything's hidden and everything's, we're going to play Tetris now. We're going to play moving house Tetris. So obviously when you move from one house to another, they're different layouts and you need to be able to put everything in its place. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's what I call it. I'm going to have some fun with that and just play Tetris. Yeah, Tetris the, is um, more fun than Beck's idea of Tetris. <laughs> the game is more fun than, uh, than Beck's because Beck's is like pulling stuff out and trying to see what's under that and what's in that box. And yeah, that's right. That's yeah. The, and, and of course, you know, if I get something lined up, it all doesn't just disappear, does it? Like in Tetris. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's great. But yeah, I just thought I'd take a more fun approach to it and just have a bit of fun and go, well, Let's see what we can do. Let's challenge yeah, ourselves. That. Well, so, you got to do that. Otherwise, it's coming up in the fetal position, really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that game. No. <laughs> <laughs> Last week. <laughs> what about you, Michelle? What have you been up to? Um, well, I uh, have been planning, I guess, my own goals. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit because I don't want to give all of that away. But I have been sort of thinking about 2023 and, you know, not putting everything off and, not using, you know, the fact that I'm busy as an excuse not to do things. So I guess I've really been thinking about that um, because we are heading to the end of 2022. Uh, we've also been sort of planning holidays and I've managed to get some people kindly enough who will um, part of me feed the uh, animals and things like that. So Jason and I don't really get away much and 
I do like to do something like if it's a holiday period, I do like to have kind of gone away somewhere because I mean, I am very busy and, um, work six days a week and I'm studying at the moment. So I'm doing um, this full weekend of uh, Reiki Ashati, my final weekend of that, which is a shame because I really enjoy learning that. So yeah, I just wanted to, I guess, make the most of it. You know, we've only taken two weeks off. So Jason and I have taken the same time off that he's got from his work. And last year, I think I might've taken three weeks off actually. And that was really good. But yeah, this week, this year I've only taken two and I, um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to make the most of it. So we've been thinking about where where we could go. And um, Jason was sort of talking about like Stanthorpe, which I've never been to before. And generally we'll go to the Sundays. I need to talk about that as well. But the accommodation I think was quite expensive up there. Um, so he was talking about maybe Stanthorpe or something different or that sort of area. Um, so I've never been there. So I think that might be, uh, sorry, just a little of a yawn. Um, that might be quite good because it's something different and then next year we're planning to go back down to Sydney and see all our mates down there so we're already planning to do that anyway and that was um sort of around Jason's normal jet trek time that we we're planning to do that so yeah we'll see what comes up we've got animal you know babysitter kind of people um so we'll just see uh, I am looking after my little bird a lot more little um old mate who I spoke about mm-hmm. a while ago um he's still alive and he's actually doing a lot better Beck it's been pretty amazing like I really thought he was um he was getting very skinny and not looking so good and wasn't able to fly as much and stuff like that so he'd kind of come out of his little nest nesting box and probably in the last oh I'd say two weeks or something like that he hasn't normally likes to sit on top of the nesting box so we usually come out and then fly up on top of the nesting box and sit there all day but he hasn't been able to get up there um he hasn't been able to fly so um I've been putting a bunch of little things down the bottom for him to sort of sit on and occupy himself and then someone suggested these um I don't know if you know what I'm talking about but like mung beans they're like the full bean with a little curly bit on it yeah and you buy them from you know Coles or Woolies or whatever and um, so they suggested those, a pet store suggested them. And so I got a packet of those, um, been checking them in there. His little mate, Bobby, who's a girl, she hates them. So she gets them and just flings them straight out of the little dish that I put them into. But old mate's actually eating them and he's loving life. Like he's got these things and he's like into them. And um, so I gave him some spinach as well. And he loves chewing the ends off the spinach and he gets a little green mouth or a little green beak. So he's really into this stuff and obviously it's giving him energy because um, what we did was we actually built him a little ladder that leads up to his nesting box and um, it was a bit slippery. Jason put some cardboard on the back of it so he wouldn't fall through it, but he couldn't grip onto it. So I actually Mm. put a rubber backing on it um, this week and once I did that, he's like up this little um, ladder with the rubber backing on it and then he could get up to the top but then he kept falling off and now he's actually worked out that he can jump from the ladder onto a little perch that I put in front of the little hole into his nesting box. And now he's able to get back up on top of the nesting box. So he's sitting up there again and he's able to get into his little um, nesting box again. So in the little hole as well. So I've been videoing all week back. I've got like lots of videos of old mate <laughs> navigating this ladder and I'm like cheering him on. Come on, you can do it. And then I'm sending them to Jason. So Jason watched all the videos back last night that I'd sent him during the week because he hadn't had time to watch them. And I uh, could see little old mate navigating this ladder because every time I got up at the top and he fell off, I'm like, oh, my God, because I know it's taking a lot of energy for him to do that. But um, obviously the spinach and the mung beans and all this other stuff, I got a really um, good bird mix as well with lots of uh, sunflower seeds, um, which he loves too. And, yeah, so he's just getting stronger and stronger. So 
it's pretty amazing, like for a little old bird who's, you know, probably 12, 13 or something um, years old to be able to, yeah, do that and um, gain his strength again. So he's actually flying around the cage again, which is uh, just incredible. Really cool. You know, you can um, grow your own mung beans. They're really easy to grow. Yeah, I've got a little um, uh, herb box out there, yeah. like a little planter box. So would I just chuck the actual, because I've got the little curly bits on them, would I just chuck them in there um, I- from the box? I guess so. I guess so. I've got a little, um, it's like a little pod and it's a tray and you put the water underneath the tray and you put the the mung bean seeds or, and you can grow alfalfa and all of that the same way. I've grown alfalfa, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you put the, the dome over the top and you just sort of put them all in there and they all just start to grow on this aerated tray, which is pretty where cool. Get, where do you get that from? Uh, well, I don't know where you get them from. I'll have a look. I'll see if I can Google them. Okay, yeah, um, that'd be interesting because I do have a veggie pod, but it's soil. Yeah, yeah. And that might be a bit harder because I guess you can't maybe seed them as well or. Oh, they'll come up, I'm sure, and you just sort of pick them. But, yeah, um, but yeah I'll have to have a look. This was given to me and this is like, this is, this one's from like the 80s or the 70s oh, okay. or something. It's really okay. cool. Yeah. Um, it's been sitting there for a long time. But now that you've mentioned that, I'm going to bring it out and, okay. and maybe yeah. grow some alfalfa and mung beans now because. Yeah. They're pretty cool. They're great in salads. They are, yeah. I've got a little, um, and I do eat them as well, I've got a little um, window box, which is a mini herb garden. So, And most of those have died because once they sort of flower and go to seed, they sort of die off. So I could even put some maybe in that one, like in the window box. But, yeah, we just bought the packet from Woolies. Very cool. Yeah. So it's doing a lot better. Uh, So shall we get into the show, love? Absolutely. Let's get into it. So... I guess I just wanted to start with something a bit practical, Beck. And um, I had a look online just to see in terms of goal setting, you know, because a lot of people do set goals and then don't achieve them. And then I think I said to you recently, I sent off my book um, to the publisher, my final edit, because I was just over it being in my Microsoft Word document and also being on my to-do list. Every time I wrote a to-do list, it was still there, edit book, edit book, edit book. And it was driving me absolutely insane. So I literally just did it, sent it off, and I was like, great, not on my to-do list anymore. Now it's their problem. <laughs> so I did that recently just because it was really annoying me having it on there all the time. So I wanted to make my to-do list shorter. So I had a look and I found um, some classic goal-setting items, um, and I'll go through those you know, during the show today. But basically, the definition boils down to the process of identifying something you want to accomplish and establish measurable objectives and timeframes to help you achieve it. So I'll say that again because it's a big mouthful. We want to that identify scary, something. <laughs> yeah, we want to identify something we want to accomplish first. So that's our that's our goal. That's the objective. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. And then we want to establish measurable objectives and timeframes. So this is the important part so that we can actually achieve this thing. So let's say we're talking about maybe weight loss as an example. If I sit there and say, right, well, you know, I want to lose uh, 30 kilos straight up off the bat and that's what I'm going to do and I'm just going to go on, you know, the bloody, what are they, diet shakes and, um, you know, eat mung beans or whatever. It's pretty mediocre. Everyone's growing mung beans now. (laughs) That's my goal, yeah. So the 30 kilos, when I get to the gym and, you know, I'm drinking my mung, eating my mung bean shake and whatever and then, you know, do my running or whatever I'm doing, and then, you know, I lose like half a kilo in the first week of fluid. I'm going to be pretty disappointed because my goal is 30 kilos. I'm going to be pretty, pretty disappointed. And then I eat the muffin and I eat the Tim Tam and I eat the mince pie because it's Christmas. And then I put it back on. Yeah. I'm going to be pretty disappointed. 
because we all we all have fluctuations. We all have ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. So when we say realistic and measurable, um, we really want to make sure that we are doing that because mm. 30 kilos is a very big goal. It's like me essentially saying, I want a pay rise of, you know, I want to earn over six figures. I want to earn, you know, hundred and what ten thousand or whatever next year. That's a big, that's a big leap from what I'm earning mm. at the moment. So, you know, we do have to be realistic and we have to set those timeframes and a few other things, but I'll get into that in a second, Beck. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, those sorts of, I, I feel like you're sort of starting off with the, on the wrong foot. I'm just sort of referring back to Esther Hicks, um, you know, Abraham Hicks teachings mm. here, where um, going into something that you want to do, like a, a new a new segment of your life or something that you want to do with the um, I want to do this um, or I need to do this, it, it already gives that lack of, um, so you're already sort of starting there with that that slow mindset. momentum, that mind step of oh, I don't have that already. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? It's amazing how people work, mm. humans work. <laughs> So I think allowing the flow versus goal setting and resolutions. Um, so slowing down and not overloading yourself in 2023 is, is, is really the, the big, and I've, and I've said this last week and I said this this morning, is the big take for for, um, for this next upcoming year, 2023. Um, I think I have mentioned this before, but I've only ever kept one New Year's resolution myself. Oh, my God. That's only not very <laughs> I not know. very successful. Wow. Not very successful because um, I got to the point where I was like, okay, well, you know, I was a smoker. I'm going to stop smoking. And I would for a little while and then I wouldn't. And then I was going to do this and I'm going to, going to, going to, going to, going to. And I never did. So then one year I just went, you know what? I'm my New Year's resolution. And this is the one I've kept for over 10 years now is that I'm not going to make one again. <laughs> Oh, I remember you said, I think yes. you've said this to me before. I have, yeah, I think so. I think I have. So yeah. that's just pretty much taking that. taking the pressure off myself. So the way I feel, if I feel the desire to do or complete something, I can without that added pressure, which is putting a more positive starting approach on it for myself. So then if I decide, um, like when I was doing my Reiki and and, um, and that all happened so fast, I was sort of sitting there and I thought, right, I'm going to do my Reiki. And by, I was just, you know, in alignment. I was just like, by April next year, I'm going to have it done. Um, and it was, it was incredible because it just happened. Everything just fell into place. Everything just flowed. It wasn't like I was, my goal is to do this and blah, blah, blah. It was just, this is what I desire, what can I do? And I, I got through it a lot easier than I think if I had have had all that extra pressure of myself by saying, um, you know, this is what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it by this on this day and, and this is going to happen and that's going to happen and and life gets in the way and then I feel disappointed in myself because I didn't do it. Mm. So it was just sort of I want to get it done. Um, I would like to have it done by this time. By the end of next year, I think it was that I said, you know, I'll give myself till the end of next year. So I've got time. I'm not putting extra pressure on myself. And I think I managed to get it done by the April. So well I still done. had like six months. 
So that's that's um yeah, that's my New Year's resolution that I made a long time ago that I would never make another New Year's resolution. If I just wanted to do something, if I felt the desire to do or complete something, I would do it without that over pressure. And it's um been amazing for me. Oh, that's awesome, Bear. I um, totally hear that too. I totally hear that because I think, you know, and the smoking and things like that, are, and that's why I use weight loss as an example because, I mean, mm. they're sort of the common ones that people do come up with and the ones that people do the least um, or achieve the least. And I guess the thing with that is too is, um, you know, there's sort of realistic ways to do those things and sometimes if you, you're so over it, you just make the decision and you just you do it, you know. It's not like you've got to put it on a to-do list or anything like that, you know, if you're really over it and really want to do it. I mean, Jason gave up, my hubby gave up um, smoking before he met me. He lost um, heaps and heaps of weight before he met me. So he kind of did it all before he met me. And the person before him um, that I was dating, he, same star sign, born a day apart. So very, very similar people, but he hadn't done all of those things yet. So he was still drinking a lot, still overweight, um, had an addiction to food and was still smoking. So sometimes it takes that person to kind of want to do it for themselves. Um, mm. And they definitely can't do it for anyone else because I've read for a lot of people in that situation where they were expecting that to happen. So yeah, it's a really tricky one. You do have to just uh, at some stage decide that that's what you want to do for yourself. Um mm. But we will, I will be talking about some of my personal goals, um, regardless of that, uh, I guess, for this coming year, because I do like to have those, um, I guess, those aims, those things to aim for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very goal oriented, um, which I guess if you're a salesperson or anything like that, you would be as well. But recently, Beck, I, um, I had a look for something to inspire everyone by. And Oprah is a big inspiration for me. And she spoke to a guy named Mike Robbins. Um, now he, if you haven't heard of him, uh, and I will put this into the show notes, is a best-selling author, uh, a motivational keynote speaker, which is what we're looking for today. And he is a personal growth expert as well. So if you're looking for, I guess, coaching and stuff like that, he gets into that sort of stuff. So he provided a few tips if we wanted to bring in more cash. Now, this is probably another common one for a lot of people. We've talked about weight, yeah. getting up smoking, uh, money. is something that I talk about a lot in my readings, um, pretty much on a weekly basis, I would say. And people are, you know, wanting to know how do they bring in more? When's it coming? Are they going to get a windfall? Is that um, house going to sell? And are they going to get the cash from that um, to start a new life? So I want to use money as an example because it is so common. So he suggests starting with the intention. So the intention Mm -hmm. might be to experience a real sense of abundance, peace and freedom with money and to easily manifest income. So... I think that's great because what that actually says is it's a little bit less pressure, but really, I guess what we're talking about with goal setting is it's manifesting. It's not just I'm putting it out there and then it's all going to come back. It is about manifesting and there is a process we go through when we are manifesting. So I might say, for example, um, because we're in December recording this, December 2022, I might say, look, I would like to generate an extra 2000 to be realistic. Um, an extra two grand by January 2023. So that's not very far away. Um, that's the beginning of next year. But, you know, I might say something like that. And let's say it wasn't the end of the year and it was, you know, I'm talking about October to November or whatever. So I'm looking to generate an extra two grand. So that might be an extra $1,000 a week or 500 a week or something like that. So I'm trying to be pretty realistic. I'm, I'm trying to do bite-sized steps. Um, So next, after we've suggested that that is our goal, um, next we want to come up with a few related actions or practices that we can do. 
So uh, Mike actually says he'll read three three or more books um, this year on manifesting money. So that might be your thing. I've got a great book, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a really great one. So I might put a few of these suggestions, Mike Robbins, because the um, the book's uh, money um, is such a common one, as I said before. It might be handy to put a few um, suggestions in. So I'll put a few books in that I like. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is one of them. So he, re- he reads um, a few books to sort of get into the vibe um, to, you know, get some tips. Barefoot Investor is another one. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad and Barefoot Investor are both really great. So, um, and that's about manifesting. They talk about manifesting. So I'll set up two or more meetings a month to talk to people about new money-making ideas as well. This is Mike speaking. Um, Then he makes a plan for specific things he can do professionally to increase his income. So you've actually got to take the action. And I think this is the thing that people forget as well. There has to be an action here. I'm not miraculously going to lose 30 kilos if I'm not actually doing a few things um, to facilitate that process. Now, the final piece is accountability, and this is the most important, and this is something that uh, Lauren and I in our previous episode or our previous podcasts um, talked about a lot. So regular accountability and support. So this is where you get a friend. So you might have an accountability friend that may be Becca for me. So mm-hmm. I will touch base with Beck and she might say, Michelle, how are you going with uh, generating that extra 500 a week or yeah. 1,000 a week or whatever you're trying to do? Um, and I will let her know, look, read these books. They were great. I learned A, B, and C, and I'm putting these things into practice. So, you know, maybe I'm um, saving that extra money. You know, maybe I'm putting an extra 500 grand away and saving that uh, 500 grand, $500 or (laughs) $1,000. So um, I will have Beck as my maybe accountability friend or I may hire a coach um, or join a mastermind group. You know, there's lots of great mastermind groups around, uh, really smart people who can make great suggestions. And then um, that's your accountability um, it's like, you know, if you go to a yoga class, um, you're accountable because you go to the class, you like to see your friends. And then if you don't show up, you're going to know that they're going to be aware you're not there. So that's yeah. accountability. So yeah. that's the thing that makes you stick to that, you know, new exercise program or, um, you know, going to the yoga class or whatever it is. Um, it's that accountability. It's the group following up and checking in on you and making sure that you're actually doing the thing that you said you were going to do. So, um, but it can be a friend as well. So um, the mentorship is a great idea as well. Um, We've got a little mentorship group and we sort of touch base with each other and see how we're going with our learning and stuff like that. So I think that um, ultimately the accountability is a really big part of that, Beck. Definitely. That is is a good thing to have. And we did the same thing when we did our Kundi. Yeah, Kundalini. Yeah, when we did our Kundalini. I actually heard from Tash this morning speaking of that. I, I heard from her last week. I got a message from her last week. Yeah. But I haven't responded yet. Um, but, um, yeah, no, so it was it, that was the sort of thing for us. It was good to be able to wake up in the morning and get on the get on the Zoom and see everyone there. Um, you know, of course, if we couldn't make it, it, it wasn't, you know, the end all of everything. Um, but I'm pretty sure we we managed to make it every day, didn't we? Yeah, I think I missed one. I couldn't go to. Or I did half of mm. one one day or something. But um, yeah, it was a really good um, really good accountability exercise because for me, I don't like to let people down, mm. and everyone's different. But I don't like to let people down. So for me, once I committed to that thing, um, I was going to be there, hell or high water. But I was also doing coda during that time, and I think at one yeah. one of the things I had to go off and do training, or there was something I had to do. 
But um, yeah, I think we managed to do pretty much all of it. So that was um, a massive goal too, because that was very early morning. That was uh, getting up before sunrise, which um, I haven't done since before, you know, I was um, working radio. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I, I've got some tips here. So my tips for self-love heading into 2023 is to take some mindfulness time for yourself. And I know this is sort of something we talk about a lot, um, but I think just sort of starting the year off that way and, you know, if it's going for a walk um, and just being aware, especially with this, this busy period where everyone's rushing around, it's the school holidays for like six weeks and all the parents are, all the parents are sort of trying to keep all the kids happy and <laughs> entertained and trying to figure out what to do and then trying to take some time off for themselves and then getting back to work before the holidays finish. So just taking some mindfulness time, even if it's going outside and just getting a bit of vitamin D, sitting out in the sun for, you know, 10 minutes and just absorbing that. Um, mm. Lots of kindness, uh, letting someone in line ahead of you. That's just such the one of the easiest things we can do um especially if you know they don't seem to their energy or they don't look like they're, they're having a very good day just something like that can really make the biggest difference to them um I came across this idea and I really like this and I'm going to do this it's like a remember jar so writing down a piece of paper something like remember when and write a favorite memory or something you accomplished over the past year um, I think that's such a cool idea because that helps bring the momentum of new ideas and achievements to the upcoming year. So you're you're not sort of focusing on what didn't happen, you're focusing on what did happen mm. and, and bringing that momentum forward. I, I just felt like that was such a pretty cool idea. So you just get a jar, you write it down. Um, so, for example, um, I accomplished mind it was two years ago but this will be my example um I accomplished my raking masters and putting that there and then you know pulling that out of the jar throughout the year and just pulling one out randomly and and triggering off those that momentum I think would be pretty cool um I was driving along the other day despite everything upside down and needing unpacking I thought I just had this feeling of satisfaction so I, I felt so satisfied and I had feelings of gratefulness and I was in traffic and I'm just driving along and just sort of just being mindful and present in the moment um, and I ended up having so much fall into line that day so I'd done the school drop off and and everything just sort of fell in line and I think having that moment of mindfulness and just great you know finding something to be satisfied about or grateful about um, it really increased my awareness or, or my spiritual allowing, I, I want to say. Yeah, beautiful. It's all about the awareness, Beck, and I love that you mentioned presence there as well. Presence. Presence, presence is a be-all and end-all. Yes. And literally, I think I say that on a daily basis to everybody, um, because yeah, that's the biggest thing where they're just stressed and worried, stressed and worried, stressed and worried, um, all the time and overthinking things, you know, a lot of the time it comes into relationships and affects relationships and, mm. 
can even end relationships. That's a thing. Um, not being present because it's the stress and worry about the things that haven't even happened, you know, and may never happen. Like people get into their heads a lot and it's not helpful. Um, so I love that you mentioned that. So Beck, one of my biggest inspos, and look, I'm putting all of these people into the show notes in case you haven't heard of them or you want to know more about them. And one of them is Gabby Bernstein. So I've mentioned Oprah Winfrey, great inspo for me. Uh, Gabby Bernstein is amazing. She's a great author, uh, great motivational speaker. Just I love her to bits. And she has a lot of great ideas and tips and things like that. Uh, and a great um, yeah public speaker. So she has some tips to help you sort of, um, I guess, revisit your goals and turn them into a reality. So one of the things is, um, and this is really manifesting, Beck, we talked about this earlier, is letting go of the outcome. So focus on the goal, positive way, feel the uh, feelings associated with that uh, goal. So what does it feel like to you? Are you excited about it or not? And really speak positively about your goals too. You know, um, this is really important because it is all about the positive energy flowing in that direction rather than, oh, I'm probably never going to do it anyway. You know, like it's mm -hmm. that attitude. It's super important to be positive about that and repeat that same positive behavior. So really, I guess mm -hmm. this is getting us into, you know, affirmations and, you know, I am, I am enough. Um, I've got my beautiful, you know, Louise Hay um, affirmations on the table. I succeed in everything I do with the beautiful flowers on. Um, and today's affirmation is in my relationships, we are all happy, whole and complete. So that could be, that's actually a really good example. Two little kittens yeah. tucked up under a blankie um, for Friday, December 9, which is the day we're recording this. In my, in my relationships, we are all happy, whole and complete. So really, I mean, you could get a desktop calendar. Louise Hay is a great one. Uh, and I know she's passed on, but they still release her calendars every year with um, some of her older affirmations because, I mean, you know, it's not the end of the world. They don't go out of date. Um, but that's a great one. I mean, imagine that was my affirmation for today. Today, my goal is that in any relationship I form, so whether that's with Rebecca, one of my clients or all my clients, my husband, uh, my other friends, um, we are all happy, whole and complete. So that could be my goal for today. So making sure that, you know, I'm forming positive relationships and if someone does something not very nice to me or says something not very nice to me, I'm just sending them love and light. That's a reminder. The two little kittens under the blanket is a reminder to send them love and light. They're obviously going through some stuff, the poor thing. Um, and I don't want to send them all ne more negativity. We never give people what they expect. Um, and that's what's sitting in my fridge. So the Buddhist mantra um, that's sitting in my fridge is that um, – uh, may all my friends be happy. May all my friends be um, uh, satisfied. May all my friends find joy. And then it goes through friends, enemies, family, and other people in your life. And I really love that um, because, again, it's just that positivity. We're spreading that positivity. And that's when good things happen. And people walk in and go, Michelle, I'm cursed. Michelle, everything's going wrong in my life. It's like you, you really need to take a look at your negative um, self-talk because if you're walking into me a light worker and saying that to me that immediately brings my vibe down too mm -hmm. you know not that they're doing it deliberately but they're walking around telling everyone I'm cursed I'm cursed and I mean I don't even like saying that you know I need to now do the opposite of that because that's not a good thing to say it doesn't feel good for me to say it and when someone walks in my room and says that to me I don't feel good <laughs> it brings the vibe down yeah. so you know that may be something that they feel is their truth but um, you've got to be very careful because if you're walking around saying that, no wonder everything's going belly up. No wonder everything's going to hell in a handcart. Um, you've really got to think about what you're saying. 
So back to Gabby Bernstein, let go of the outcome. Um, she recommends let go of the outcome. So this is a bit of manifesting. Uh, focus on the goal in a positive way. Feel the feelings. What does it feel like to you? Does it have a good vibe or, you know, not so good vibe? Do we need to work on that? Only speak positively about your goals. We just said that. Repeat the same positive behavior. So the commonly made goals, most commonly made goals, um, and I just had a look at this online, is become an inspiration to others. So that's very common. Um, and how fabulous. I mean, you think about lightworkers, um, that's definitely one of ours. Master a difficult skill. So it may be that I want to learn something I haven't learned before. Crocheting is an objective of mine because I can knit very well, but I'm a terrible crocheter. And mum is very good. So I want to learn that, you know, before she passes on. Um, become a thought leader in your industry as well. So I like to inspire um, and I like to put up, I guess, new ways of thinking, um, you know, certain dreams I've had. You know, I like to sort of inspire people in that way. But also maybe promoting um, a new thought, you know. Have you thought about things this way? Mm -hmm. Get promoted to an executive role. This is more corporate. Uh, learn about how to become a millionaire um, if money is your focus uh, and why not, you know. Uh, go on a trip around the world, um, travel to your dream country. Um, and I mentioned before that Jason and I are sort of planning our next, um, you know, trip because we want to do something so that we feel like we did something over Christmas and uh, or double your personal income. So a lot of the top tips or common goals for people are to do with money, um, to be honest, um, which isn't surprising, I guess. That's um, some really good. I just want to say there, Michelle, I yeah. am, I can crochet, but I cannot knit. <laughs> oh, really? You're the opposite. I'm the opposite. I, that's why I had a bit of a giggle when you said that. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> we funny. can get together and, and, and achieve our goals together, can't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried to learn from some of mum's friends at um, her oh. craft group and my lordy, Becky, they just literally, they're just like, oh yeah, you do it like this. <laughs> the hands are going everywhere. And I'm like, I don't know what you just did. Mm. I've got no idea. Next minute, they've got a granny square sitting there. And I'm like, they did it in, you know, five seconds flat. And I'm just like, I don't know what you just did. Yeah, um, okay. It doesn't, it doesn't come here to my head. I think you've got to learn. I'm a step-by-step -step kind of person if yeah. I'm learning something. And when people just do it, which is what my mum does. Like if I'm like, mum, show me how to crochet. She does the same thing. Hands going everywhere. And then it's done. And I'm like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah. I don't learn like that. Yeah. See, the good thing is. The good thing is, how's this for a positive twist on that? Mm. We have so many YouTube and Pinterest and so many different videos online that can break it down and you can pause yeah, it. Yeah, I use you YouTube. It. So yeah. it's just amazing how much we can actually achieve these days. We have so much more um, information just at our literally at our fingertips now which is pretty cool and yeah. um it's like music it's like music today we've got more music than we ever have had so to true. listen to which is just incredible yeah so look I just want to leave today with you know a, um just a note that if something is putting you into a bit of a funk break it down so look at it as in this has happened and now this is how I'm feeling. Is it out of my control? Yes. Let mm -hmm. it go. No. What positive turn can I put on this now that this has happened? Maybe I can do this instead. And it may just be the next better logical and mental health step that you need to take to move, move past that point. Yeah, great tip. So, yeah. I love I just that. Wanted, just wanted to, just felt like I needed to throw that in there. Yeah, I love the whole yeah. out of control thing because I think that's yeah. where, you know, that's the grace again. That's and the hang up we get. That's, yeah. 
one of the biggest hangups we get. So, yeah, this has happened. Well, maybe I can do this instead because that next idea might lead you to the next idea or to the next idea. And like I just said, it may be the next better logical and mental health step for you. 100% less pressure. Mm -hmm. Everything is pressure, Beck. And you think about the kids, you know, we grew up and we were like, God, there's a lot of pressure on. But the kids now more, it's like more and more every year, you know, every generation probably more and more mm. pressure on them you know you got to know what you need what you're going to do when you're 30 and they're just like what I'm five what's going on so personal goals I just wanted to put in a, a few personal goals here because this is about accountability for me and um, I want to be accountable so I'm going to put it in here and you know one of the things I will mention here as well is um, actually I'll put this in the show notes as well uh, the blokes venture so that's what I sent my husband on um, last year so October uh, 2021 and I'll put Blaze Grinner into the show notes because he's amazing. He's a dude that works with men, uh, mental health. He's a uh, coach. So he coaches guys through things. And what he did, and uh, my husband still hasn't done though, um, is he put his um, business, starting his own business into his uh, accountability note. So they all had to write an accountability note to themselves. And the idea was that they came back the next year and opened it up um, together and read it out and then talked about all the things that they had done from that note. And uh, Jason, unfortunately, hasn't done it. Um, but that's what Beck was saying, you know, take the pressure off, don't force it, you know, all of that. So anyway, that's what they did at the men's um, bloke venture that they do. So it's three days away. And it was really great. And he loved it, really enjoyed it. And we thought about doing this year, but we've had a lot of Kokoda events on that sort of everything was clashing with that. So he didn't do it this year. But um, in terms of personal goals, because I want to be accountable, is one of them is to, and it's terrifying for me, Beck knows this, but I want to become a platform <laughs> medium. Now, what happened, Beck, was I put it out there to the universe and I had a lady show up and she's incredible. She's a trans medium and her whole family are trans mediums. So her grandparents were trans mediums. Her parents are trans mediums. They all sit in circle together and they literally channel spirit. So if, you don't, if you're not familiar with the trans medium term, um, it's where you allow spirit um, to step into you. So an entity or entities to step into you um, and they literally speak through you. So you become that entity. Um, your face can change, voice can change, uh, mannerisms, all of that sort of stuff. So that's a trans medium where you actually allow them to step into you and speak through. So she's from a family of this. So she's really gifted. And she's sitting in front of me going, Michelle, I asked for a mentor. I asked for a coach and a guide. And you popped up in my news feed over and over and over and over. And I'd never met you before. Because I said to her, where did you come from? And she said, I literally, because she hadn't even had a reading with me, Rebecca. She signed up for mentorship and had never had a reading with me, which is very unusual. Um, but she said that she asked for someone and I just kept popping up. So that's how she came to sit in front of me because she's um, physically here. She's on the Sunshine Coast. So anyway, we're, we're chatting away, chatting away. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell am I going to teach this person? And then we got talking and um, she's like, one of my goals is to do platform and I'm terrified of it. And I was like, well, same. And she's like, really? And I went, yeah. And so she said, well, I've actually found a group on the Gold Coast, a school, because I said, I've been looking for someone, been looking everywhere, Brisbane, you know, messaging people. No one wants to teach it. I know platform mediums, but I don't, they don't want to teach it. And she found a school that actually teaches it. And then they do evenings where you can all go in there and watch people practice. So it's not like they're on stage in an audience, you know, an auditorium. It's a small room and you can go in there and you can just practice and learn um, in front of other people. So we're doing it. We're actually getting in our cars. We're going to carpool, the two of us. Um, we haven't got a date yet, but when they set a date, we're going down there and we're going to do it together. So now I'm accountable. I've got someone I'm doing this thing with. She's terrified as much as I am. 
um, because she can do it in gatherings and circles with small groups, but she's just scared of getting up in front of a heap of people, which is kind of my thing as well. So that way we're both learning together and we're accountable because we're getting in the car and we're going down together. So that's a really big goal for me and um, and just like something that I was really scared of. So I've got also want to offer the best spiritual guidance, which I guess is part of that. Um, to become a published author, I've sent my book away now. So, you know, that hopefully is in their hands and they can sort that out. Uh, become a Reiki Ashadi master so I can actually teach that as well because it just kind of fits in with my mentorship a bit more than what I'm doing at the moment. So I'm doing mentorship separately to Reiki um, and also if people are in different states. I can't teach them unless they sort of fly here. So Ashadi allows you to teach online um, when I do my master's in that. So I feel like that'll be a bit more freedom. I love face-to-face, but if people can't get here or they're sick, you know, during COVID, it was difficult. People are often sick and they can't be here. So this is actually another option, you know, where they don't have to physically be sitting in front of me. So um, I want to do that and teach that. And uh, the other thing, Beck, which is unusual, um, I just had a download when I was doing Reiki Yashadi one weekend when I was learning it. Um, I wanted to do uh, become a kahuna masseuse. And this is so strange um, because I love receiving kahuna, but there's not a lot of people who do it up here. And it's beautiful and spiritual and just it's next level. So to do that, I need to do my Lomi Lomi. And so I reached out to, I actually Googled it and I found an academy. And then I reached out to one of my girlfriends who does Kahuna and she's one of my favorites. She's on the Gold Coast. And it turns out that I actually Googled her academy. That was her academy I Googled. And I thought, well, that's a good sign. So um, we're doing that on North Stradbroke Island over four or five days, I think, next year. I've signed up and I've paid for it. So I'm definitely doing that. So um, I'm really surprised it's massage. But you know what happened? It's so funny because Jason's going... Michelle, you're not doing massage. It's not happening. No. Um, he's drawing the line at this, Rebecca, because he's like, you're not getting some creepy dude in your room and doing massage on them. It's not happening. And how funny is this? Out of the blue, a guy reaches out to me through natural therapy pages and goes, Michelle, I'd like a massage. And I'm like, it's not even on my service list. It's not even there, Rebecca. Like, I definitely don't have it there. And Jason just finished saying that thing. And then this guy reached out and goes, I'd like a massage, please. And I was like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> people are asking for it. You're going to give the fans what they want, Rebecca. Um, it is so funny funny. when you put, it is just so hilarious. Um, when you put something out there and it, and it just, (laughs) it's kind of like, especially when it's that quick, you put it out there and it's just like, here it is is. it's like a little rubber band isn't it? It's like a slingshot. I did this the other day. I was talking to, to Matt on the phone. I'm like, oh, really? Gosh, I'd really like this though instead of that. So it was, I wanted um, the girls needed to, he needed him, them for work. Yeah. And I was like, but I really need them. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, I, I really need their help today. That, that Oh, we'd already organised, but that would help me and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh. I said, all right, well, doesn't matter and let it go. Right. Mm. So here's, a, here's, an, here's an example. Out of my control, let it go. Work's so obviously good. a priority over spending time with mum because they, yep. they need to work. Anyway, it was about an hour later I got a phone call from Matt. He's gone, I don't know what it was you just did. Oh. But the girls aren't working tomorrow. And I was just like, bang. <laughs> I let it go because I let it go. I asked wow. for it and I let it go. It came through. That's incredible. Now, if I had to sat there and gone, oh, man, 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 need to go. Yeah, oh, negative now I've got to do this. Now I've got to do this. Blah, blah, blah. Um, they would have worked for the whole week. <laughs> that 
is amazing. I, I love that. I love that story about the math lunch guy. Yeah, but it is it is a negative self talk. I mean, that's the mm. that's the biggest thing is that um, that's what people really, you know, suffer from. And that's such a good example, Beck, where you just went, you know what, it is what it is. Um, you know, if they have to work, they've got to work. Fine, no worries. And we just stop almost arguing with the universe. Hey, it's almost that. Like just stop, yeah. you know, fighting it, you know, and just go with the flow. But that's what people really struggle with because that's letting go of control. That's feeling out of control. It's like being on the roller coaster without the brakes. You know, the brakes aren't working. You're like, mm-hmm. holy crap, um, it's terrifying. But uh, such a good example. I really, really love that. Well done. So a couple of recommendations in inspo, I guess, um, to leave you with as you're listening to this and um, is that, you know, write down your goals, um, which is what I've done. So as I'm sort of saying this to you and being accountable, I'm actually writing them down as well. Don't just daydream about them. The thing is when you daydream and don't put them down, and we're talking about a manifestation journal, for example. So there's some beautiful journals out there. I like to go to Nurture Kiwana on the Sunshine Coast, and I know everyone's not up here, but um, wherever you are, wherever you live, um, go to your favorite, you know, woo-woo shop, crystal shop, um, see what journals they've got. Get a really beautiful one. Um, I just buy exercise books. I'm not too fancy with that, but there are some really lovely journals and um, that may inspire you more to write them down. So put them down. Thanks in advance. Let it go. It's really important when you are goal setting to write as though it's already happened. So um, I'm so grateful to be a platform medium. I'm speaking to great big audiences. They're loving what I'm putting out there. Um, my messages are very clear and concise, you know, whatever it is, we're speaking as though it has already happened. And I like to start with dear divine love or dear source energy or something. Um, and then thanks in advance, let it go. And that's what I finish with. And so it's already happened. The universe is already delivering it to me. If I didn't believe that I'd be hanging on, like Beck was saying before about the girls, you know, if I didn't Mm. believe it was actually going to happen, I'd be like clinging to that thing. So the important thing is let it go. And that means shut the book and that's done. So the good thing with the book is you close it, put it away, and then hopefully you forget about that. So that's really the idea. Um, but the more emotive things, it's harder to let go of those. Uh, make your goals visible. Um, break them down. So break them down into bite-sized pieces, as we said before. So it might be I'm going to lose five kilos a week or two kilos a week or something rather than I want to lose 60 kilos, you know, because that's never going to happen. Uh, develop a plan. And action, guys, action. That's the most important thing. So I had to send that little bit of edited book back to finish it off. Um, otherwise, it was never going to happen. So there are some things that we do have to do ourselves to make these things happen. Um, keep it in perspective. You know, as Beck said, it's like sometimes um, we get, you know, really overwhelmed. We're like getting, you know, really emotional about it or overthinking. Um, keep it all in perspective. Be realistic and identify potential obstacles. Now, this, um, those tips that I just read out to you were by Erin Eater. She has a PhD and uh, her blog is called Better Up. So I'm going to put her into the show notes as well because um, she's got some really great tips um, and she has done a PhD, so she's got a doctorate. And uh, so pretty smart lady. And uh, her blog is Better Up. If you want to look that up, that will be in the show notes. I'll put a link up in there. So I guess really um, the accountability, um, being realistic, not, you know, getting in your head a lot about it. Um, And Beck said, be present. You know, I really think the presence is an awesome one because when we're present, we're not stressed and worried. There's nothing to stress about or worry about in the present. It's all past or future that we're worried about. And let me tell you, I read for a guy yesterday about a relationship and he was so far in the future. It wasn't funny. And he said to me, Michelle, I'm aware that I'm doing this thing where I go way off into the future 
and this other person isn't there yet in this relationship. And um, I said, yeah, you're right. You're right. So he called himself back. And I feel like that's a really empowering thing because his goal is to be in a relationship with that particular person who's in a different country. And uh, it's really important that you just remain present because you don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on 100% of the time. And social media may not be good for that because a lot of people go searching. You don't really want to do that thing. So that's it for me. Beck. you've got something you wanted to say here. Yeah, I have have to say a big thank you and lots of love to you, Michelle. I am so blessed, sister, to have you as one of my people. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, absolutely I am. That's right. Michelle's very confident. This is why we love Michelle. (laughs) This is why we love Michelle. And sending everyone light, joy, and mindfulness and so looking forward to our Living in Light and podcast in 2023. Yay! What a beautiful way to finish. I love that. So this episode, Beck, is going to air two days before Christmas Day. So um, December 23, uh, it'll air in Australia. So uh, we will have another episode, um, which we'll, Becca and I will just figure out a time to sort of record a few episodes um, over the holiday break, because uh, we've both been taking time off. But um, yeah, we'll speak to you um again uh, i guess in a week there'll be another episode and then uh it'll be sort of the new year after that i guess um which is really cool it's all come around really really fast um these years since you know covid and everything back have just gone so quickly it has but that just i mean it's because we've got good people around us that are, are helping us get through all of them yeah yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, and I think with your move, um, it went super fast, to be honest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the end of the oh year. Oh my gosh. It like did. what happened? Yeah. It was just like bang. Bang, bang, bang. So yeah, funny story about this. Yeah. Um actually I'll tell you next year. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you next episode, baby. <laughs> next year or next episode. All right. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right. Well, great episode. Lots of fun. And um, as Beck said, you know, it is all about that positive thinking, have a think about affirmations, have a think about, you know, the negative self-talk, turning it around. Um, I don't like to say the negative things, you know, even using as an example in the show, Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to go and do a lot of smudging now. So smudging is another good thing. So really keep those vibes high, work on your energy. Um, You know, we're not victims. We are in power. We are always empowered. Um, knowledge is power too so hopefully that's what we're doing in this episode in this podcast yeah be present right. go stand on the grass and with your bare feet and just let it all go amen to that with light and love yes sister all right thanks back bye, bye.